Anyways, whatever. I'm ready because yeah. now we can play that on Wednesday. Man, I really want to put that in my top ten. I've played it twice already, and it's wonderful. Do it, dude. It's Audible good, man. I'll add it to the list. Have you guys? Did you guys listen to the podcast? I put in uh, John trying to convince us to just put Eclipse into the top twenty. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought that was actually a pretty good cold open. Um, all right, are we ready? Yeah. Sweet. This is the bus. You're listening to Drop the Dice. What's up, everybody? This is Vince from www.dropthedice.com, and we are here. We are at the end. This is it. The top 10 board games of all time, uh, as thought of by uh, your trusty friends here at Drop the Dice. Uh, with me today, as always, is my trusty cohort, my flyover correspondent. And I'm going to change this up because I don't think you're my head of R&D anymore. Uh, I think much more that it's probably going to go over to Alfie. Alfie, man on the street, guy with the bevy in his hand. Your, Cheers. I think much more uh, in Let terms of research. Is pro- yeah, in, ter- in terms of that, I think Alfie's much more of the research guy at this point. Uh, we're going to hand that that title over to him. Uh, Rico, if you ever want to take back chief audio engineer, just let me know. Yeah, uh, let me know too. I'd love for I, someone else I, to record and not mess it up. I'll let you guys <laughs> know straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you could be treasurer or something. With what money? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we'll get monetized at one point. And just gotta, maybe if we ever get rid of that explicit tag. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we've got a couple of special things for you guys today. We have top 10 lists from both Z-Man and Dolby, uh, newcomer to the, to the podcast. We will get to those. Um, but first we are here at our top 10. I'm going to go ahead and start, by the way, uh, I have dubbed my top 10, uh, with a special name, which I call, uh, where has Vlada Chavato been? <laughs> so, uh, my number 10 is, uh, Battlecon, Devastation of Undines. Wow. I've heard about this already. Nice. Uh, Alfie, is it on there? Uh, what? Yeah, it was on my what? list. It was my number 50, I think. No, was it on your list for me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Battlecon Devastation Mundings. What more can I say? This is emulating street fighting games. I love street fighting games. There's a ton of stuff in the box because it's level 99. Just super, super fun. This is one of those games. It's up here of because of how many great experiences I've had with the game and how much more there is to dive into that. I love the game. That's my number 10. Uh, Alfie, let's go for you. My number 10 is Heroescape. Nice, dude. Yeah, so... All right. Um, I chose Heroescape over Arena of the Planeswalkers because I feel like Arena of the Planeswalkers gets a little fiddly with the cards. I feel like they're kind of tacked onto it. Um, I'd rather just play Magic the Gathering if that's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, you would. But <laughs> but I really enjoy Heroescape. I love everything about it. Um, just a, a nice little clash, a uh, little skirmish game where you draft your heroes draft your army and you kind of go to town against each other i have I, I love the potential of this game as well right um because i have turned all of my arena of the planeswalkers characters units into heroescape i've like converted them over 
changed up their values and stuff, given them powers and stuff, and made little HeroScape cards for all of them, you know? Damn! Played that with my family over Christmas here, and that's something that I just, uh, I, f I find, like, fascinating. That, like, that can continue to grow, even though the game's been out of um, production for the past ten years or whatever, you know? So, uh, it's one of the first hobby games I got into. Really, the hobby game that got me into strategy board games, uh, when I went over to a friend's house to play in high school, like we had a break between school and our soccer match later at like seven. And so we went over on this rainy day and played Heroescape at this guy's table. And I was like, this is a game I got to get. <laughs> so, uh, ever since then, it's just been, it's been like my one true love with these games. Um, kind of the, the constant that has been through, through everything. And so, uh, that's my number 10 Heroescape. That's awesome, man. And you, you're lucky enough and you've built these amazing maps for us before yeah, and they just yeah. like, they like when it's all there put together, it just looks so good on the table, man. It is. Um, it's it's, it's, so, much fun. it's so much fun to build those. It's yeah. like its own thing in and of itself. Oh yeah. I have, I, again, if you guys, if you go back through the old posts, there's, there's pictures and pictures of uh, Alfie and Z-Man and Rico putting these maps together while me and Bus fiddle around with the cards, figure out stuff. Uh, all right, Rico, number 10. Well, I, one thing I want to say about that, about your Hero Escape choice, and I'm, I was kind of like scanning down my list as well, is that like at the end of the day, these are toys in a box. Right. And like I love that – I mean I, I, I don't gatekeep when it comes to games, right? And when people come over and they see this giant shelf behind me, they're like, man, that's a lot of games. And like this must be really intimidating. And then I pull out like Igloo Taboo. Pop and we, and yeah. we shake and we shake Igloos. And I'm like, no, like this is approachable. They're toys in a box. Right. And there's some great ideas here. But like at the end of the day, that's how it started for us as kids. And that's what it still is. Right. And I and love I love that. that. I love that. That that's was a great a, choice. Yeah, that was wonderful. All right. So Thanks. There you go. So your number 10 is the fuzzies. It, it probably should be. <laughs> um, my number 10, I don't feel like I've had that many cop-outs on my list, but this one might be, and it kind of represents like a genre that I that I like, and it's hard for me to pick any one of them above them, but I played a lot of these games, and I enjoy them all. Which is Hold on, wait, escape, escape Rooms? Escape Rooms. They're yeah, fun, nice. man. Nice. They're approachable. Sick, they are like, fun. Pull them out in like random situations. I love the ones that are destructible, the ones that aren't destructible. So much fun. I love so much fun. Oh, I, love I have it. Mystery I'll House. I love it. I love it. Dude, Mystery House is so cool because so it's good. a 3D box. So good. Like, uh, so the, my biggest problem with some of these is that like I want to have the perfect scenario. Like I want the perfect sure. people with me right. in the perfect right. si you know situation or whatever. And so sometimes I hoard them. <laughs> that's that's my only problem with them, but that's because I enjoy playing them so much. Oh, yeah. dude, I still have the first unlock series, the one with the crashed plane. Yeah, where you're oh, supposed I have to separate yeah, the yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have it too. Yeah, and I've and I've never brought it out because it hasn't been the right mix of people that I want to <laughs> yeah. separate. Dude, I actually we should, we did get a Skype it, version. Of, we should get a Skype version of that one. Oh, that'd be oh, awesome. that'd be perfect. That'd be sick, right? See. God damn it. That's really okay. Cool. So I version of that. Uh you there was one time I think you came back for the holidays and you brought like two of these over. Like you brought one over and we did one, and then the next time you brought another one over. They're so much fun. Yeah. And I mean, like just like ripping the paper. There was this one where 
for some reason we like looked at the bottom of the box and there was like a little star in the corner and we were like that's it <laughs> yeah like, that kind of shit that 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 kind of game design is super fun it's it's amazing what they can do and i love that there's the different types right you have the unlock where you don't destroy anything it's just a deck of cards and an app then you have exit where it's like you destroy everything right and then you have mystery house which is like not replayable but you know you have that 3d box you like hold up and you lift up the cards and you, you have to solve the clues but it's like i just enjoy those because they do they're 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 just fascinating. There's so much you can do with them. You know, it's like I feel like some of the some of the, the codes or whatever, they they give a little sim, you're like, okay, and you kind of start to know what to look for, you know? But it's like they're yeah. still every time they, they do not ever fail to like be interesting and fun and just fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little target one called like Escape the Room flashback. Yeah, it's got yeah, like yeah. a neon purple thing to it. It's awesome, dude. It's one of the It's got these little plastic cases with their own little plastic locks on them. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Nice. Um, nice and and I know we're doing like our favorite games of all time and not our favorite designers, but I mean huge shout outs to Inca and Marcus Brand because right. they do Euro games that we all love and they do all of the exit games. I mean, like they are just true geniuses at game design. I I, I love them. Yeah. Speaking of which, I don't think they made it to any of our list, did they? Well, if they didn't, they get honorable mention for being one of my favorite designers. There you go. Yeah. Top ten. Hey, that's we should uh after after Uve, we should talk about like our top three designers and like me and you aren't allowed to say Jamie or Lockett. <laughs> uh all right. Uh Alfie, number nine. Quacks of Quedlinburg. Ooh. There it is. <laughs> that game is. When we're talking about fun, right? It's like half of the half yeah. of my top ten is just games that are fun. The other half are like very meaty, heavy games. Uh, but Quacks <laughs> nice. of Quedlinburg is a complete blast. I remember the first time we played. I feel like we played multiple games of it. But I remember at one point we were yelling out like yellow or whatever, and then like you have to like go grab something else. But like we would all yell it whenever you get in. It's like it just creates this fun environment. And, uh, I know we talked about this, um, Rico. Uh, it was it was your number fifteen, I think. But it's it's like I, I, there's another expansion coming for it. I think right now. I think it's printed yeah. in German or it's coming out soon in German, and then eventually it'll get to English. But it's like I think the the Herb Witches expansion adds some cool stuff to it. Uh, it gives you a little more, um, like choice and decision making, in uh, a little more agency over like what you're pulling. But it's just like. It's such a blast, this game. It's so much fun, and everybody enjoys it. Anyone can play it, right? Can you count to, like, four is the most you need to count to? <laughs> yeah, then you can play this game, and you can have fun with it, you know? And so it's, like, I just – it's colorful. It's beautiful. I remember you showed this to me at Gen Con. We were walking by, and I saw the table, and I was like – you were kind of trying to describe it to me, and I didn't really understand the concept of Push Your Luck. I'd never played Orleone or anything like that. And I looked at the table, and I was like, ah, that looks weird. That looks kind of – that looks kind of <laughs> janky. Um, what's all these green bubbles and, and, and left, but then we played it at Buss's wedding and it was, it was like immediately I was like, Oh, this is the best game ever. So yeah, yeah, it is. It's my number nine. It is a game that like immediately you fall in love with. Yeah. Just that like, was a, that was a good trip for you, Alfie. I mean, you got you got Quacks in. We did uh, uh, ride the rails. Irish no, Cage. Irish, Irish Cage. Irish Cage. Yeah. Dune. 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 Very a, a very uh, lucrative game of Dune for Rico. 
Done to gesture it, man. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, dude. It's, that, that is an amazing moment in board gaming for, uh, for me. Uh, dude, Quacks. Nice. Good, good choice. I uh, was lucky enough to play Cubitos over, over, the, over the last weekend. And uh, I do think it's different enough, man. I probably wouldn't put those two together. Uh, but but it does have that push-your-luck uh, mechanism in. But I think both exist uh, pretty well in the, in the same collection. All right. Mine number nine is Unmatched. Nice. Uh, yeah, so like back-to-back, Battlecon and Unmatched. It's kind of more or less two-player games. I know Unmatched you can play more, uh, but I've had the most fun at two with this game. Uh, I mean, they keep expanding it with cooler and cooler characters, and they somehow manage to create different experiences with each of the characters that they create. The decks themselves are super cool. This is just like, this is exactly what I want from like a two-player kind of skirmish game. The, the card play is super fun and very simple. Love the idea that that deck is your life. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's, it's such a blast to play. And every character, like, it, it, it still boggles my mind that every character plays so differently. Um, yeah, that's really like, interesting. That's really, really interesting. And, and it makes sense because I see on Twitter all the time, they're like, oh, play testing for Unmatched. And it's like the, the, the sky's the limit with, what they can do, you know. Oh yeah, um, Sinbad isn't my favorite character to play, but I love watching someone like Z-Man play him who understands it. Where you have to like run your deck as low as possible, which is super scary because you start taking a lot of damage, and then you immediately play cards that score off your discard deck, and then the, the, all those cards go back into your deck, and it's just this like absurd cycle. But you gotta like literally run it to the limit. And then you're able to do all these crazy things. And that, that plays so differently than, like, King Arthur, who's just like, okay, get to Excalibur, grab Merlin so that you can get Excalibur back from your discard deck. And, like, just and you just keep cycling that. Super, super cool. Um, I don't know. I've had a blast playing the Invisible Man, personally, recently. Uh, I've had a play. I think Bruce Lee is super, super fun to play. That's unmatched. Love it. All right. Who's next? Number nine. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, my number nine is an old classic, Alfie. I would have bet the farm that you, you know, would have put this in my top ten, which is Twa. Nice. Um, this is this is one of the classic dice games for me, and I don't think I understood it the first several times that I played it. Um, but it's Love really that. gotten better with age. Um, this is a game that allows for combos like you couldn't believe. I mean, you really can stockpile on certain cards. And then create a chain where you're pulling from here and here and here, multiplying by six, and then scoring this huge chain reaction. And it's stuff that like I definitely wasn't doing the first couple of times I played it. Um, it's also one where the expansion is phenomenal. Every module in the expansion is really good and really fun. It adds a purple die, which is a wild, and that kind of fixes some some people's problems. If your dice were to get stolen and you need one of a certain kind, your purple ones can't get stolen. So that's kind of nice. Um, this is the, this is like my game that got me into I think loving dice games. Yeah, yeah. And like it's yeah. just it's got to be there. You've you've always loved this one. Yeah, I think you, ever since yeah, I've you, known you, you've really sang yeah. its praises. Yeah. How is the dice game? I haven't played it yet. It's a rolling right, isn't it? It's a rolling right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. How do you have you oh, played the pencil love it? Have you played the ladies of Twa expansion with Twa? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The yeah, expansion is good. That's the one that has the purple dice. Oh, okay. among other things. Uh, we so we 
again, luckily enough, we recently were able to play Geekopolis, which was their game before Twa. And uh, that has a lot of that similar, like, it's not... Geekopolis is older than Twa? It's not necessarily... I think so. I thought or at least it's like been out of print forever. Or 2011. Yeah, I think I think Gink is older than that. I think it's two thousand eight. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it, it it's got a similar. Uh, once they realized it was the same people, it feels very similar in the like. This isn't necessarily intuitive, but it's not really obtuse either. It's you know it's 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 a different way of looking at cards and and gameplay than you see really in anything else. I mean, you even see that in Black Angel, right? Just the way everything interacts with each other is is. It's not cyclical like Lacerda, but like it's very much like things like come off of this, which come off of this, and that's exactly how Kinkopolis played. And like, holy shit! Like, did it take a while for us to like grasp the simplicity of that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twa's older than Kinkopolis. And I think Twa like see what what are the years? Two thousand ten, two thousand twelve. Nice. And then, wait, is Black Angel older than Gigopolis? Well, Black Angel <laughs> is, I think, 1941, maybe? It's about as interesting as games coming out in 1941, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right, so my number eight is Black, Black Angel. Angel. <laughs> <clears throat> no, all right. Uh, so I'm going to go. I'll go ahead and go. My number eight is Mage Knight. Nice, nice. nice. I. I don't know what it is about this game, dude, but it's it just it. Whenever I think about like my top ten, it, it's always at least a front runner or at least like short it's short so listed good. for it. It's so good. It is unlike anything I've ever played before. It's mixture of deck building and, and guess dungeon crawling. You, you kind of dudes on a map. Not, you, you, not dudes look. on a map. I, I don't know if I, I call it dungeon it crawling. Hand either. management. Yeah, you know, you it's, do like, go, it's deck you building do go with hand dungeon. management. You do, but 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 it's it's like these little que- you go on all these tiny little quests. It's like I'm gonna move to here, complete yeah. this quest. It's like it, it's like a it's like a Skyrim kind of thing. Yeah, and then I love the like like fighting castles together and like it does have that thing that I think always makes me want to come back. Is that by the end, those last couple turns, you actually get these crazy cards finally, right? And You're you can do cool. Powerful. You can do cool shit. Right, and you can do cool shit like actually move more than one space a turn. <laughs> you know, you can, uh, you could actually go attack these different things, and it's just it's so much fun, and the movement I'm so in love with, and it's so complicated. There's like a whole tutorial on how to learn how to move your character around the board. The moving so and then the, the the like defense is super weird, where it's like you're like, mm. okay, I have this much armor, and then that reduces what you hit me by it's like that's like the most complicated part of that game but yeah. oh that's right where you can like so you can like good. take five damage but, but then after you take five damage you actually take two points of health away yeah, yeah, yeah it's like you're like oh no i don't block four damage i can block one with my four defense or whatever yeah 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 but so good it, the game is like it's complicated it's heavy but it's fun it's it's a long it's it's like super long game you kind of have to really be in the mood for that all day game but it is so well done it's so well done it's so good yeah uh just i've had a blast playing this i played this with i know i played this rico alone i played this with rico one of your last nights it was me you and alfie this was like the last thing we played yeah, we were just so up all night playing did. it and it was and it was like 
just it was awesome, dude. I think we played until like one or two a.m. because we were like, well, fuck it, we gotta finish. And it's same thing. Like every time we finish, we're like, can't we just save our characters so that the next time we come back, we're like that strong? Right. Make it like that um, much harder. Legacy. I want a legacy mage knight. Uh, that's mage knight. That's my first flutter Chavato. Maybe we'll see more of him. Alfie, was this on your list for me? Yeah, of course. Although okay. I, I will say it was a bit. It would have been on my total list. I don't know if I would have had it in your top ten. Maybe I know it has been in the past. But you did tell me before that you had a game in your top ten. That is that you don't own. There was only I think two games on your list that you don't own, and I yeah, knew yeah, one yeah. of them was Mage Knight. Nice. All right, what's your number eight? My number eight is Legendary, a James Bond deck building game. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I told I told Rico this would be on your list when we were in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. yeah it's uh, it's the best, man. This and so, Quacks, I think, were the only ones I was like. It's so good. It's so much fun. I just played it the other day. Uh, got smashed by Goldfinger, and like, I think, <laughs> I think what it does well, better than like the original Legendary, is that it, you scale the villain deck, right? So you have cards okay. as you get, um, you'll get specific missions for the scheme. You'll get the like villain characters and the henchmen from whatever like mastermind you're playing, and all the cards will either say deck C, deck B, deck A. And then there's an inevitable card. You put the inevitable card on the bottom. Then you shuffle all the deck C cards together, put them there. Deck B cards on top, deck A on the very top. So it's like it gets harder as you play the henchman at the start rider. You only need three scratches to hit them. Then you need four when you get to deck B and then five in deck C. And so it's like the game scales with you while you're building up your deck and becoming more efficient and more powerful. The game scales with you. And I really, really enjoy that in this game. Nice. Do Dude, you, I, I love it. I love this one too. Do you have anything like special about James Bond? Like, uh, what's your what's your affinity? I I as a kid, we would watch James Bond yeah. movies. My grandparents had a like a VHS like box set that would they had okay. a couple of them that would each have like a few James Bond movies in them. This is the mid nineties, right? Um, when I started watching these, probably five or six, watching Goldfinger and Thunderball. <laughs> Um, but, and then Goldeneye, right? Goldeneye playing, we got a Nintendo oh, 64 man. to get Goldeneye. You know, that yeah. was like the first game my brothers oh, bought yeah. with it. And, uh, yeah, we just out countless hours playing Goldeneye. And then we watched the movie finally, right? And that movie is so good, right? It's like so much better than every other Pierce Brosnan and James Bond movie. Um, oh, it really is. And then in, in high school, right? 2006, I went and saw Casino Royale with my best friend in high school, and Daniel Craig, and I was like, this is a great movie. These are good movies again, you know? And so it's like, it's just been there since I was a little kid, you know, watching yeah. the VHSs and then eventually going to theaters to see them and uh, anticipating No Time to Die coming out later this year, eventually, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, it's just always been something that I've really enjoyed. I, I even love, like, the cheesy, corny parts of the James Bond movies. Uh, I, I really, really like them. Oh, dude, the Roger Moore era is fantastic. Fabulous. Like, yeah. I love Man with the Golden Gun. I think Man with the Golden Gun is one of my favorites. That's a good one. That's a good one. Moonraker <laughs> is great. Moonraker is great. Uh, Octopussy is so ridiculously fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, or is it out yet, the expansion? I have I have the, the first expansion came out. It had um, Timothy Dalton and uh, George Lazenby with Honor Majesty's oh, nice. Service. And... Uh, license to kill. 
And then they're actually making another expansion right now that's nice. coming out later this year, I think. I don't think they have a date set out, but we'll be coming out later this year. And, like, that's what I love is that they're, they're, each one is a movie, and each one comes to, like, the mastermind of that movie, but then a couple – there's two different schemes. And, like, one of the schemes is, like, the typical one from the movie. You have to use the missions from that movie um, for it all to make sense. But then there's another scheme that, like, totally changes up the game. Does all sorts of really uh, cool, interesting things. Uh, so that's that's something I love. Is that each each uh, mastermind does something a little different, right? With uh, when you play Goldeneye with Trevelyan, he adds like proximity mines. So whenever those yes! things, whenever the master strikes come out, they're a proximity mine that you have to disarm before you can attack him. And as another one comes out, you add all the master strikes that had previously been out. Go back on him, so it's like you know you have to defeat all these little proximity mines before you can uh, attack him. And it's like things like that where it's like it's thematic. They add like that the man with the golden gun, right? You literally when you get down to the very end and you go to fight him, you have to take the the whole game. You're getting wounds, right? You have to go and you take another wound. You shuffle up your deck, flip over the top card. If it's a wound, you lose. If it's not, you win. Because he shoots you. Right, nice. how good is that? He's got the golden That's gun. How good is that? That same one has got that the card. Awesome. You literally the, the the car flipping over and you yeah, hold yeah. it a foot off. It says hold this a foot <laughs> hold this a foot off the game table and flip it over if it lands it. face up. Yeah, it's like, oh my it. gosh, what is that? Well, you, you turn this into a dexterity game. Like yeah, you know, that reminds me of a of Rico playing Wiz War. Yeah, this was a couple a long time ago we talked about it on podcast with some of our favorite mechanisms. And what is it? In Wiz War, there's like one uh, D4. D4, and you, yeah. And you roll it. It's, it's for one specific power. Nice. Yeah, I think it's to like shift the boards or something. That's yeah. great. Yeah, like whatever direction it goes, it like blows fire that way. <laughs> and it's just that like, oh, that's a lot of thought for this one thing, but that's freaking cool. That's 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 like passion, right? That's sick. Dude, Alfie, excited that you love this game so much. Yeah, thank uh, you. Rico, number eight. Uh, my number eight was just discussed, which is unmatched. Yes! Um, nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, dude. I, I, I love my journey in this game, which was I bought it when it came out at Gen Con and then yeah, we didn't did. buy anything else until this last December because I was waiting to have a someone to play it with. And that was my little brother. And we freaking played it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we got in 25 games in like two months. Wow. And just like that's sick. It was every day he's like, yo, you want to try this character? I'm like, yeah, nice. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so great it's so well balanced and even if it even if it's not balanced it probably is and you just suck at playing that character yeah so, yes. yeah suck I, it dad it doesn't need help. I, think, I think there's definitely like a skill like level in that game like which is really cool yeah yeah, yeah. uh sick dude um i'll uh i'll do my number seven when we're ready go for it mage knight for, for, for everything Ben said, yeah. So uh, I love Lada a little bit more because he's one higher on my spot. Uh, oh, just wait, but, fucker. Yeah, In case I Lada hears this. Uh... Th- that's, it, that's it for my Vlada. So if you have Dungeon Pets later, you win. Uh, what? Why? Uh, no, nah, so yeah. So Mage Knight, it's just like everything Ben said. I, th- I think it's one of the most interesting, like well-designed, heavy games that, that I played and owned. You know, it's... Uh, it's one of those games I played, and after that one play, I was like, I need to go buy this, you know? Um, and yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a rare thing for me to play once and be like, I want to own this game. But um, Mage Knight was one of them, and I've, I've played it a lot since, and it's every time it's really, really good. 
Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all right, that was seven. I'll go with my number seven. My number seven is an old Jump the Dice favorite. Uh, Alvi, you, Enrico fucking left us, uh, and I was stuck with Bust and Z-Men for a little bit, and every night after everyone left, we would play Seasons. Seasons. Nice. Seasons also uh, the my first birthday after getting into board games, I got Seasons and uh survive escape from atlantis or whatever the 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 island game holy shit dude like how like long seasons has stayed up there i love city of remnants but it is not on my top 50 but seasons is still the test of time it is such a good game we just played it a couple weeks ago before we went to nashville i i just i needed that refresher of how fucking awesome this game is you know like seeing those cards again and you're at that point now where I get it. Like, I feel bad. Lewis played with us. I feel bad seeing Lewis play with us because we clearly knew exactly what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's, we, a, that's a game you need to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you'll get smashed. Right? Like, we knew, like, we saw the cards. And especially fucking dude, Z-Man, like, knows how to combo those cards so well. He's so good. He's so good at that game. And, like, I know the cards pretty well, but he's there, like, okay, like, he's very strategic in how he sets up his different years. This is such a good game. It's card play. It's dice. It's uh, some weird resource management. Love seasons. See, a lot of if, fun. If I don't like it as much as you guys, it's because I also get smashed at this game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you do. I, I've only played it the one time. I think I think Z-Man lapped Benson and I, like you know, on the on the score track, which oh, was yeah. up to a hundred. I think. I don't think I've yeah. ever. Oh no no no! You score. People score in the hundreds of points. I don't think I've ever been like within a hundred points of the next person. Right. In front of oh me. yeah yeah. But <laughs> so, it was it was it, it was interesting. It was very interesting, and I would love to be. I would I would have loved to become a regular with that game, but I wasn't, and I feel like I missed the boat. Yeah. Yeah, but we have devastation. We do, we yeah. do. But I, you know, seasons looks interesting. I would like to have that as well. You know. Nice. Um, I will say, uh, with seasons, the last three times I played, I finally. And you, you, you made a good point. I'm within 20 of Z-Man now. Nice, nice. Keep up I the still lose. Love it. <laughs> I still lose. But I'm, I'm getting closer. <laughs> I'm not getting laughed anymore. Uh, all right. That was my number seven. Uh, and that's all of us, right? There's... No, Rico had number oh. seven. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my number seven is Zulkin, the Mayan calendar. I feel like I might be alone on this one. I think so too. <laughs> I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but it looks. Yeah, I, played I would it. I love to. Pl- I'd love to play it. It looks really good. It'd probably be on my top fifty not- if I played it. From what I've seen, are we allowed okay. to play it? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I think <laughs> I think point. it gets grandfathered. I mean, look, it's an ancient civilization. They're 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 in. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> look, meeting white euros are our bread and butter. We love them, but like yeah. this had such a unique twist, and the expansions are great, which add these phenomenal powers to each each tribe that you can play as which keeps me coming back to it. Um, and that core mechanic of like bumping up on the tracks, um, you know, and having to plan so far ahead in both pulling back and placing workers is great. And um, I'll never forget like this form that I found about these people who play the game competitively. And there's like legit openings to this game, like chess, there's not as many obviously, but like there's like eight different well-known defined strategies where you're like, okay, turn one, you're placing here, here, and here. And it's, this is the corn strategy. And this is the worker strategy. And this is the skull strategy. And, and like, it has, you know, turns one through 10 mapped out of how you want to do it optimally, which 
I just I feel like I don't see that often in a midway Euro game. It's sort of like, all right, collect some resources, sort of mosey about, like do some cool stuff and get some points. And like you can't really min-max that a whole ton. But this game within what it is as a midway Euro, like allows for some really divergent strategies, creative thinking, and and that like you can really get crunchy with it. Um, even though it's just it's a simple to play game. It's awesome. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah, I, I wish I would have played this game um, before. Yeah, uh, Rico, let, let's stick with you for six. Before, yeah, before the falling out. Um, That's not what I meant that time, but yes, before that too. <clears throat> All right, my number six is Venos Deluxe Edition, which I will say is uh, is the only Lacerda on, on the list so far. I was like, on the right track. I was on the right track. I you thought Galarus right was your favorite. I didn't. I didn't know you liked Venos so much, but that's. I love that. You know what? That's, that's, that's actually my it. bad. He, he he does talk about Venos quite a bit. Go for it, homie. And and actually, I I think I'd like Galarus more. But nice. most people that I play Gallerist with, well, well, here's the thing, right? So <laughs> most people that I play Gallerist with don't like it like I do. Yeah, I just like almost nobody, and so it's tough for me to keep pulling out a game yeah. that like nobody likes. But when I pull Venus out, I get the Lacerda feelings. Um, you know, the like as you mentioned it, the circular nature of how he designs games, um, like how there's a sort of overarching thing you're trying to do, but within it, there's these really tightly intertwined mechanisms. So this one has a wine fair that you're preparing for three times during the game. But if you only focus on the wine fairs and winning those, you'll probably lose the game, which is great. Nice. But like, they're so enticing and bright and like, you want to do them really well. But again, that you could still lose the game. I, I love that about his games. Um, so Venus has just been a huge hit and, and I'm okay with it, you know? <laughs> so nice. uh, it, this point it's getting more play and more love and 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 i love it sweet that's awesome uh alvi number six roll for the galaxy nice oh yeah dude shake that cup up baby this oh man i just i've always loved, we talked about this game a lot a lot of these games we talked about a lot because they're all my favorite games yeah. uh but roll for the galaxy is just so much fun i mean you have all these oh, colors so mixing together you have like the different strategies i've recently had a little bit of a revival with this game because my brother-in-law uh, who used to play games in like college and stuff? Uh, he was a Race for the Galaxy fan, and I was like, "Well, I don't have Race, but I got some dice that had some <laughs> cool symbols on them, so let's play some roll." And um, we went over for the uh, birth of my nephew to Milwaukee back in February, and one night we were up. Uh, he was up. He's like, "Hey, let's go play a game." And so we played it. And then the next day, we we had to leave. But he was like, "Oh man, he's like, I was hoping to get another quick game of Roll for the Galaxy in." So now, whenever I see him, I bring it with nice. me. Every time I see him, because uh, a few times now <laughs> we've been able to play it, and it's just every time it's so much fun. He beats me by one point every time, which I love. I love that. Like, it's awesome. Me and him tip for tat. Uh, uh, the, that game, but uh, yeah, it's just like it's that little engine builder, right? I guess. I guess. Yeah. Is it an engine builder? Is that yeah. a tableau building? Tableau builder, kind of a yeah. kind of a cup builder. If that's, if we can make that, but then you can like because it kind of is a deck like builder with the way you use your, too, though. I've, your I've dice. Like, yes, I've, yes. I've won it's, the game by focusing on that. It's, that's awesome. It, it's the reason Puerto Rico isn't on this list, right? Because it's basically just Puerto Rico, but with like dice and randomness, you know, and like not a bad theme, but. <laughs> Not 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 brown colonists coming over on a boat to do uh, work in the uh, fields. Um, 
Yeah, no, Roll for the Galaxy. It's just, it's it's, it's a blast. It's, you have to play smart. Uh, there is randomness. Uh, there's a little bit of mitigation there. But every time, uh, it's always interesting. And it's a quick game. So that's why it's my number six, Roll for the Galaxy. Nice. This was uh, this was my number 12, so we talked about it on the last podcast. Uh, I got to say, dude, uh, doing this list and getting Roll back on the list, getting to talk about it again, just was a great reminder of how much I love this game. Because it hadn't been in my top ten for a while because I wasn't playing it. But really going through my games and really going through, like, okay, what what belongs here? And, like, just getting to roll, it just kept getting higher yeah, and higher yeah. and higher. Um, so awesome choice, man. Um, Rico, have you played with the expansion? Uh, only the first one, which, like, adds new buildings, I believe. Right, and, and, the, and the, the orange dice. dice, yeah. And the orange dice. And, like, I the played victory with, point, like, the goals or trophies or whatever yeah i feel like the really expensive second expansion is just gonna be like a great drunk purchase for me like i think that's the only way i'd ever buy that game if it's like 2 a.m and i'm like pretty buzzed it's like yeah i'll spend 70 dollars on that <laughs> that's a good point because the more i've read about it the more i'm kind of like yeah i don't think that would make the game better yeah, it kind of no, adds like it. a few I, different weird ass models. No, that's exactly it. Is like, but yeah, but, but like I a want drunk it, right? purchase so. is great for it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so all right, maybe one day. Uh, my number six has been talked about before. Um, God, man, this is more level ninety nine. Uh, this is Argent the Consortium. Ooh, nice, love it, dude. Nice. I this has been a this has been on my top ten quite a bit, and this is a a long time favorite of mine. This is one that. I remember seeing like a video of, and I think I bought it off Amazon before the video was over. Just like, <laughs> love that. Yeah, that's great. The theme is so good, right? So what? The, the, the chancellor yeah, of the yeah. school died, and you're all fighting to get in votes essentially to be the new head of magic at this at this school. And it's just a cool world. It's a cool thing. But the gameplay itself, and Rico, I know you talked about this. Like, just the the different mages that you can use, the different cards you can use, the different spells, the artifacts. It manages it manages to have so many components, but I don't think I would call this game fiddly. Yeah, it's not fiddly. It's just I remember my like first plays of it were just overwhelming because yes. like because yeah. it's like yeah. okay, There's so you can there. get any of these twenty spells, you can get any of these twenty artifacts, you can get any of these twenty items, uh, you can go to any of these ten rooms, and it's like, dude. <laughs> and like, you're killing me and it's all I, based on and, I, and, and your your decisions to get any of those one thing those things is based on well how many of the like voter people i forget the like the arch mages or whatever how many of right. their you know sides have you seen you know like oh i need blue spells or i need green yeah. artifacts or whatever and so like you know then you have to so it's like your decisions you have to like keep going back to make you have to use actions to flip those over so you can see what they are to help you with recruiting your engine that you build with your different spells and all your different like mages and stuff and figuring out like where you need to go and do everything. And so I think it balances that really, really well. I think there's enough player interaction, um, both positive and negative that even when it's not your turn, you're interested in seeing what the other person's doing. Yes. Yes. You know, especially towards the end when someone's doing like, it's not a 10-minute turn, but they're activating, like, six different spells. Right, instant spells. 
and, and and then but what I love about that game is it's similar to like Scythe or any any game where there's a bit of a race at the end where you think to yourself like okay if I could just get two more turns but you know people keep taking those like clock tokens or whatever they are yeah, yeah. and you're like please That's please don't take one of these but you're playing a five player game and so there's four people that could take those before it gets back to you it's like that is so stressful and it's always like two thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, I, that's but that's such a good mechanism. Where like, okay, are, is the game really taking too long? Just start fucking taking those cards, and you can end the game yourself. Yep. Just super, super good. Uh, that's my number six. That that'll do it for level ninety nine for me though. Uh, made it to the to number six. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna talk about some of our peers' top ten lists, and then we'll finish up our top ten. start off we have dolby's top 10 games of all time i'm just going to go ahead and read all number 10 and then we'll kind of talk about it for a little bit uh here's number 10 dice forge number nine hallertau nice hot take <laughs> uh number eight betrayal legacy nice. number seven court of the dead mortars call cool number six alien frontiers number five alfie which one is it cool clank Clank. Clank. Oh, Clank. That's right. That was my introduction, Dolby. Clank. <laughs> uh, number four is Cryptid. Number three is Rocket Man. Again, nice. I'll take. Uh, number two, one of my personal favorites, Seasons. Uh, and number one, of course, Colt. Colt. Oh, I love that list. That's so good. Dude, uh, I actually, pretty good mix here of, of old and new. Dude, Dolby, for those of you who don't know, loves his deck builders. And there's, what, two on two. here at least? And two, yeah. count seasons and three. Two in your top ten is pretty crazy. I yeah. love that. I love that. Uh, I love Hallertau making it into his top ten. Hallertau, yeah. we've played twice now. Dude, I, I really like that game. I don't know if it's my favorite Uwe. I don't know if anything's ever going to be able to beat Gates for me. Really like Gates. Gates but Hallertau is super cool, man. Yeah. It, it was good. It did some interesting things for sure. And I feel like that whole game, all you're doing is building. You know, it's like you're building for that turn to like spend all your stuff or whatever. But like you're constantly just adding. You know, I know you take away, but like I feel like you're always just adding more and more on your, on your turn. Because at the end of the round is when you have to like get rid of your stuff. But every turn, you just get to add something. I, I really find that interesting with that game. I think I find that fun. Yeah. Uh, Rico, you played Betrayal Legacy. What do you think about that one? Man. It's it's fun. It's chaotic and it can be pretty unbroke. You're pretty broken, I guess. Um, my group had to stop playing it because a couple of the people didn't did not enjoy it. How far did you guys get? It? I think we got six games in. Okay, I think we might be up to you now. Yeah, maybe seven. Uh, and finally, Z-Man lost a game. Okay, can we talk about how cool the uh, the card mechanism is, where you use the card and you mark it? And yeah. Like, yeah. 
and it goes back in. And after you use it a bunch of times, it's either unlocking a new card or changing the power on the card. Yeah. I think that mechanism is so good. It's super <laughs> awesome. It like it, it to the point where like some of them are really good, but if you use it too much, it becomes like a horrible thing to draw. <laughs> exactly. Um, awesome. I love Cryptid at number four. Yeah, uh, that game so good. I Cryptid I could see probably cracking my top ten. I don't know though. Like I go back and forth between like no, that's gonna just sit in the like twenty five and thirty realm, or it's gonna just like jump ahead because it's so fucking good. I, I think if I ever buy that game and can get it to the table more, that could definitely pop up into the top twenty, uh, maybe top fifteen. Right? I, I don't know if it'll yeah. ever crack top ten because these games are pretty solidified. It's like. Either I love the theme or the mechanisms or the combination of them. But Cryptid is a very good, like, pure deduction game. Oh, yeah. And just, like, in terms of – I've played it so much. Yeah, and it's quick. It's uh, quick. Rocketman. Rocketman, dude. Fucking loving Martin Wallace making it into his top ten. Rocketman yeah, is so good. Sick. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's, it's going to be a sleeper hit because it's kind of from a small publisher. Yeah. But, like, I think people are going to be talking about this game in five years. It's it's Alfie. I can't wait for you to play this game. I think you're gonna love it. I, I think it does deck building in an, in, an, in an interesting way. It's so much. fun. I just missed it. I missed it on like Kickstarter or whatever when it came on. I like I think I started looking like I for whatever reason I missed it. And I remember I went back to like looking. I was like this game looks awesome. Went to like late pledge or whatever, and they didn't have any options for it. Oh. Uh, and so I realized like oh okay, I guess I'll wait for this game to come out. But like I love deck building too. So Martin Wall is obviously a master. So. Um, I'm excited to play this too. When I, when I come back to AZ, maybe this will get on the list. Here's, here's a here's a comparison for you, even though you're already excited to play it. Um, how people cheer in Quacks when you're like on the verge of busting. Yeah. Like it's a deck builder game where people are going to cheer on every everyone's turn nice. that you're going on a mission. I love and like, that. It's just oh, it's great. It's so, it's so it's like a couple of things. Like one, it took us probably three hours to play in Nashville, and we were never bored at all. Like, yeah. we were excited the whole time. Two, Lewis scored, I think, one point the whole game. And at the end of it, it was like, I'm pissed off because I actually had a blast. And I love that game. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. That's Dolby's top ten. Dude, love it. Excited to see uh, what keeps happening as he plays more and more. Let's get into Z-Man's. Z-Man's list is it's so fucking wild. good. It's so fucking good. It's, it, it makes um, – Alfie, uh, I think on the second episode of this, you talked about how – all of our lists so far made sense for who we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z-Man's list makes so much sense for who he is. It makes no sense for anyone, which means it makes perfect <laughs> sense for Z-Man. All right, so his number 10 is Colt. Uh, number 9, Crokinole. Number 8, Quacks of Quinlanburg. Number 7, Arena of the Planeswalker. Uh, number 6, Seafall. No, other way. Number 5, Above and Below. Oh, no, you're right. Number four, Scythe. Number three, Battle of Rokugan. Number two, Imperial Assault. And number one, Imperial Assault. What a list. It's so good, dude. Imperial is his number so... one. I love that so much. Oh, man. I mean, we're probably we're going to be playing that game for a long time. He's he's not wrong there. Are we? No. I I, I think it gets better. Okay. I do. I love that game. I, I really like it, too. I think I played it seven times. Uh, I think I wonder how much more I'll get it to the table though. But no, no, no yeah, it, it's it's really it's really good. Daisy will play with Seaman. Yeah, uh, dude, I love. I, I didn't realize how much he liked Quacks. I love Quacks on here. 
Yeah, that was really cool. Has he played it more than at Buss's wedding? Like, that's so he, sick that that memory is Rico, did he play it with you him. and Lewis at his wedding? Uh, no, he he wasn't he wasn't there. He wasn't there that night? Okay. No. Uh, Colt makes sense. Crokinole, that just makes sense that Z-Man's good at yeah, flicking things. Yeah, did he buy, like, the huge table or whatever? Yeah, me and him both got the Mayday versions of it. Um... And, like, he has it set up right now, or at least he did when I was there, on his, like, dining room table. And, like, just it's just set up nice. forever, and you just play it. Um, dude, I love Arena the Planeswalker. He is probably the biggest champion of that game outside of you, Alfie. Yeah. Who's like, dude, we should play that, we should play that, we should play that. I know. Uh, so excited to see Seafall so high, because, again, I think we're the only people in the world that love that game. Yeah. And, uh, and Z-Man and then, especially loves that game. Like, he oh, yeah. really, really loves that game. And then Rico, man, that Imperial Salt, that's all you guys. Like, I, I've never played this game with him. That's uh, that, that, that's your guys' to share. It's so high that it, it's making me feel bad. Like, I, like I need to do that again. You know? <laughs> this is like, uh, I know, it's, it's, like, it's like you guys both having Grand Austria Hotel and me going like, oh, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> yeah, 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 and Stockpile. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. We almost played Stockpile in Nashville, and then we played yeah. Minara. Mm. Uh, all right. Sweet. So that was uh, Z-Man and Dolby's top 10. Guys, thank you so much for putting those lists. I'll try and put them on the website when I post this so that everyone can see them. Uh, All right, we're going to get back to our five through number one in one minute. So we are back, and this is it. This is our top five games. Rico, what's your number five? Man, we're in it. Top five. This is exciting, man. What, what we've been doing this for like six years now. <laughs> yes, we have. All right, all right. I just I feel I, like there's some anticipation. We got to build I, it up a bit. You I, know? I know. I'm very excited. We've never tried to do something this grandiose, and arguably, if I can continue doing it, they're getting out on time too. Like yeah. we've done like top 10 lists that have just never made it to air. <laughs> so uh, many. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is exciting. Like we got two up so far um, by the, by the time, the time we're recording this, hopefully uh, we'll get this up pretty quickly as well. So number five, Alfie or Rico. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Starting it out. Uh, Key flower. Number five. Nice. Solid pick. It has everything in there. Auction, yeah. uh, worker placement, engine building. Donkeys. Resource management. Complex, complex like, comboing. Oh, the combos uh, you can shields. do. Shield, shields. Shields. That's right. Some of those shields have cute animals on them. Some are worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't some like have like chimneys and others don't or something? Yeah, there's like a couple that have like a cat or like your dog or something. Yeah. Dude, love Key Flower. This this was mine in mine in your game at two a.m. Man, love yep. Key Flower. This is uh, it didn't make the list though. <laughs> it's okay. Good good call, bro. Uh, okay, you have all the expansions for this. Yeah, there's only three. Quick, I want. So I want. Uh, uh, I remember playing. Was is it the farmers that has the pigs? Yep. I didn't love that as much. What what about the other ones? 
Uh, I like the other ones, which is Merchants, and boy, it's been a while, so my memory's going to be straining here, but um, it's got these like little square, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but you can fulfill these orders, um, which nice. will then give you, give you them that you can then use as resources. Yeah. Um, it just kind of scales how many resources you can get and some powers that you can get, and, and that just allows to more comboing. Um, nice. I think the Merchants expansion sort of spirals it out of control in a good way. Um, good, good. And I think that farmers add some fiddliness because you're like trying to look at the art on the little hexes to figure out <laughs> where a pasture is. And like, yeah. that's not great. But Merchants is solid. Uh, Alfie, number five. Uh, number five is my only party game on my list, although you could argue some of these might be party games. Uh, but Monikers. Oh, Hell yeah. Very high. Yeah, yeah, it's just really good though, man. Really good. It, it's a blast. It creates a fun experience every time. People who I, I talked about this last time uh, when Ben Swing had it on your list, uh, but people who don't like games like this game, you know, it's like it mm -hmm. combines it combines different familiar um, party games that people have played before, and so it's like when I try to describe it, you know, it's like family or whatever, their first time playing, I kind of describe it, and they're kind of like. You, I kind of lose them for a sec, but I was like, "All right, let's get, let's get around, let's play," and I'll you know I'll just tell you what to do. And then as we're doing it, by the end, everyone's laughing. People, hurry up, hurry! You know, it's like people are just having a blast with it, and, and that's something I just love about monikers. Awesome, uh, great pick, man. I mean, we talked about it before. Have had so many good memories playing monikers. Mm -hmm. um, right. I mean, and just you're right with all types of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, um, my number five is uh, some more Vlada love, and that is Dungeon Pets. Dude, this is another one. Like, I, I love this game to the ends of the earth. I have the expansion. I love the expansion. It's, it's so cool. It's so weird, and the theme is awesome, and just unlike anything I've ever done before. I, it is one of the first games that I played where you can – you're not bidding, but you can, like – you send so many workers out. Yeah, and you but you and, you, you blood I, – what do you, what do you call that? Because you do kind of bid the workers, but you keep them. But you yeah. bid for, you bid for position. You bid for where you go in yeah, in, and, in order, right? And which which inevitably leads to at one point someone putting like six goblins on one yeah. on a, on one because they gotta get their pet there right. first. It's like I need this one cage, and then I'll figure out how to get the pet later. But like I need a cage <laughs> for them. Oh. Or it leads to someone trying, like, I, I always try to do this thing where I split it up so much and be like, okay, as long as I can, like, nail two of these actions, I'll be okay. Yeah. And it's just, there's so many different strategies that you can do here. Uh, it's so thinky for such a fun theme. It is Alfie, so thinky. I love the fact mm -hmm. that you kicked ass twice and are like, I don't want to play that again. Yeah. It hurts my head, it's and just, I have a perfect record. Right. It's like I'll stop while I'm ahead, you know, with that game of, like, it's so intense. And I, I would definitely play that game again. It is <laughs> so good. It's so well designed. I, I don't hate this game, but it is when I think about, like, oh, what are heavy games I'd like to play? Like, this is never one of them. It's always at the bottom because I'm like, oh, man. It's like it, 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 like it makes me anxious to think about having to play that game again. Get the it's sweats. Just like the the feeding mechanism that like this pets go poop. having to shovel it's, their poop. Yeah. It's so much <laughs> fun. It's so good. Love dungeon pets. Vlada. I actually, I, I long for him to do another heavy Euro type game. I, I, I love code names. That was great, but come on, man. I want, I want to see more of this stuff. 
and I don't know. Yeah. I know we're getting uh, apparently we're getting like a new gal- a galaxy chucker this year. Yeah, but just like a want, revised version though. But I want I want something new. I want something new from Lada. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see it though at this point. Maybe we just got to hope for uh, what's his name, uh, Suchi, to do it at this point. For he's a new CGI boy. Uh, all right, number four, Rico. My number four is Twilight Imperium, fourth edition, third edition. I don't care. I'll play it. I love it. Nice. Love this. Love this. Yeah, this is this is a great. I knew this would be up here. I actually I thought this would be a little bit higher. I've had some just phenomenal experiences playing this game. You yeah. know, like pe- you prepare for it. You set aside a Saturday. Yeah. You watch the you know the rules video ahead mm-hmm. of time. Yep. You, we watched the rules video together actually as a group before one of the times I played it, which was cool. <laughs> nice, yeah, you know? that is cool. Um, it's just an event. I've met lifelong friends playing um, Twilight Imperium. I've played with lifelong friends. Like it's just, I just have a great time. The negotiation that's there is great. It always comes out to be like pretty neck and neck, even if someone has like a sizable lead at some point in the game, which kind of usually happens. I think people catch up by the end, and oh, no. I've just had some like break neck you know photo finishes which is no, pretty awesome El- that's elder awesome. alfie beat me because he was first player <laughs> yeah all right. right i've never had that quite happen before <laughs> and i think the rest of us were like two points behind you know it's like we were right there with it like yeah a few more turns and any of us one of us could have been there it was it was a really really good game uh i would love to yeah. play more i've only gotten the one play at a four player yeah. but mm. it was so much fun I, oh, I would. So much and it, it wasn't as long for us. I think it maybe took us three hours, right? Um, it, I think it was actually shorter than that. But like, yeah. it, or it, it didn't feel long at all. No, like, it, we were it didn't. All it went, in it the it, whole time. It felt pretty quick. But I, I, I love the mechanisms. I love the combat in that game, uh, where each ship gets a dice kind of thing. Uh, but I just, I really find that game really, really interesting. I, I would love to play more of that game in the future. Yeah, uh, dude. Nice. All right. Uh, Alfie, number four. Tragedy Looper. Hold on. I'm going to do my number four real quick. Because right. it's also Tragedy Looper. Tragedy Combo. Looper. Yeah. Nice. I did go. You see, yeah, go for it. What do you, uh, what do you got? I mean, it's just so good. It, it's like, <laughs> it's incredibly fiddly, right? And Yes, this is a fiddly game. It's probably the heaviest deduction game I've ever played. Al- Alchemist might be up there, but... Alchemist isn't necessarily heavy as much as it is tight um, for that, like, walker placement, which is maybe the worst part of that game. Uh, But Tragedy Looper is... When Bent plays his side well, right, we have... It it is so hard for us to, like, catch him. I remember me and... Is it Andy? Is that the new name? Just, like, going back and forth because Rico was on the phone the entire time we're playing. Oh, that's right. You were talking talking to your brother. That's right. right, Which was so funny. But, But we're, like... We're so certain, and then I was like, "No, that's it. It has to be that. It, it has to be this." And we overlooked one little thing, of course, and so like it ended up being that. And then Bus and I getting it's like every time I play this, I get into it with someone. Oh my um, god, you, you, you which like, I love. Epic battle between you and Bus, where like again, I wasn't sure if you guys were actually mad at each other or not. No, of course not. But it's like you're frustrated in that moment, right? Because you're dis- yeah. you're both so certain. That's what I love is you can be so certain in this game and still be wrong. And that's compelling. It's like I, I love being wrong in this game because it is I, I love that confidence I have that like I have it absolutely one hundred percent figured out. Oh I'm wrong. Okay, well fuck me, let's figure it out. You know, it's like I, I really, really enjoy it. it's 
everything about it's great. And Benz has this little like laminated, um, laminated, yeah, uh, uh, sheets or whatever that we can like mark up. So like that's sick. That's a great player aid. Right? So yeah. So try to do it. for me. It's just an amazing deduction game. What about you? So on my end, um, the, the, yeah, everything that you said, I I love deduction. This was the second game that I bought after Love Letter. Nice. Uh, I remember trying to Wild. play this with Rico at two players, and it was just so it, difficult. It worked. It worked, <laughs> but maybe the most like rough like teach I've ever had to do. Um, since then, I've read that rule book a million times, and I don't know if I could teach that game right now in this moment. <laughs> it's complicated. I feel like I feel like that's one of those ones. Um, you have the same thing with the uh, escape room games that you want to savor every case that we haven't done yet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I'm kind of okay with that because I, I hope that we play that game for, you know, the next forever. Right. No, and, and so, so I, I'm going to say something real quick because I think I'm the only one who's done it, unless Alpha, you've played it since then. I've always been the bad guy. Mm-mm. And I mentioned this on one of the other podcasts where every once in a while, Rico will be coming back to AZ and at the last minute, he'll be like, let's play Tragedy Loop for tomorrow. And I'll be like, you no. needed to tell me that three days yeah. ago so I could prep. Right, Because right. it's usually like, – it, it maybe that's a little overdoing it, but there's absolutely a day nice. of reading those books over and over again, reading the mystery, understanding how I need to play that, and like knowing those roles back and forth so that I'm not looking at those sheets giving anything away. And, and I, think, I think that's something I love is that – as the mastermind, it isn't the book. The handbook doesn't tell you, okay, move here, move here, move here. This is what you're doing. You're not just like programming out what the handbook tells you to do. Yeah. You, you're playing as well. Yeah, I played a game. You're also and playing. Like, you're not just – and it's not hidden movement where you're just like moving around hoping they don't find you. Like you're literally trying to be like you're bluffing here. You're trying to you know faint this way and then – but like secretly get to your goals. Like it is so interesting on your side. I would love to be on that side of it. I don't think I ever will. You know, maybe I do have it here. If I can never get a game group or something, I, I, I'll be the mastermind for them, you know, uh, for the game, the missions we played. But again, like, I don't want to do the missions we haven't played because I want to play against you with that, you know? <laughs> um, I will say that uh, Bus and Rico together have gotten real good uh, <laughs> nice. to the point where, like, they'll be talking and they'll be like, he's bluffing over there. And I'll be like, Motherfuckers, are you serious? <laughs> we 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 had one the last time I think when when Bus Z Man was sober and I were playing and I think we got you on like the first like turn or whatever. The oh, first yeah. like the first time loop. We like figured it out and I think either you didn't get to the end or we knew okay, we'll get to the second one, but we know all the answers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, you guys so yeah, those was the last two times we played. That was good. That was a good feeling too. <laughs> Where you guys got me like uh, – that one you guys got me real quick. And the time before, they like figured it out, but they couldn't figure out what they needed to do to like stop it. Right. And they did it eventually. And I was like, what? And like being on the ropes as a mastermind is hard because you, you – like I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. This like kind of like um like noir where you're like – this is tension for sure. Yeah. Pure tension. All right. That's my number four. Tragedy Looper. Alfie's number four. Dude. All right, are we into the top three? Yep. Alfie, go ahead. Uh, my number three is Tricarion. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and do my number two, which is Tricarion. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's your number two. Well, let's wait for it. Let's uh, wait for it. You do your number three. We'll wait to talk about it then. Okay, so uh, my number three is Near and Far. 
Nice. Nice. Uh, this is my cheat. This is near and far. This is above and below. This is those two, like the, this type of game that Lockett's been doing. Uh, I've got to say, Alf, uh, Rico, playing above and below with you and Dolby late night had me questioning this a little bit. Ooh, that was I love so much that. fun. I love that. That was so much fun. And I forgot how just how quick above and below can be. What is it, like six turns? Yeah. It's... And they're arguably fast turns. Yeah. Like, unless you're really, like, APing it, like... And this time, I even played it differently. Dude, uh, Alfie, this time I went just over resources, so I got... I usually don't go that far up that track, yeah. but I, like, went real far up that nice. resource track. Oh, that is so cool, because, like, you start getting super big, like, bonuses for yeah. getting higher whereas, like, an income. And then Rico went yeah. old school, and he, he was just fucking dungeon diving. Nice. Boom, diving. Nice. Diving. Diving. Like... Get more and more shit, dude. That game is so good. Oh, it makes me, it makes me wish so I put it on my list. But near and far, I do think is a better game. Uh, it, I think, yeah, probably. it solves a little bit more of what you've talked about. Is that the stories relate better it, to what's going it, on? It does, but it has the weird like ten thing from uh, his stock game, well, Klondike. Rush. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird like it ten did. thing that you're leaving around. That that's a little bit gamey, um, but. The near and far like resource management is is a little bit better when it relates to the stories. It's just near and far is just so cool. It 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 does a lot of the similar things. Again, this is kind of a placeholder for both of them. You you feel so immersed playing near and far, and you have that buy in because now you have this character that you're taking through. Uh, I haven't finished it, Rico. I believe you said you finished the character version. Yeah, I did the character version. So not which, the like, not the map version, right? Like, not the right. Right. Okay. The characters have like quests that kind of go in order, and they do tell a coherent, linear story. And I think it's really well done. And each character can like have their own little, you know, conclusion. Um, I think you have to take down the bad guy at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, all right. That's near and far. Rico, what's your number three? My number three is Scythe. Nice. I defend this. Very cool. <laughs> uh, hold on. Oh, so wait. Do you want to? So Scythe is my number one. Do you want to just wait a little bit? Hell yeah. All right. So Rico, let's go with your number two. My number two is Gloomhaven. Way to go, Alfie. Nice. There it is. Well, no, I'm I'm surprised because I have two games left for you, and there's only one spot left. So I'm very curious to find out what your number one is. Ooh. So let's talk about Gloomhaven. Um, man, this is like the definitive dungeon crawler it uh it's the, i mean like it has hand management that is on par with mage knight for me yeah, like, yeah. wow good point uh, I, 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 yeah i can see that i can see that man it's it, it's super fun and um i like the combat better in this than mage knight like for me oh, yeah everything's so good up yeah. until the point where like i do have to remember how the combat part works and like how to take damage and like the, that there's so much fiddliness there and like so much where I have to reread those rules using the like elements like, or whatever. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. Right. But like Gloomhaven, I get the strategicness from the hand management combat's right. real simple. Right. Like it has a kick ass app. I mean like that, the computer app is so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't played um, it yet. I have it, but I still haven't played it yet. All right. Well, let's get that queued up soon, man. Yeah, I'd like it's to. phenomenal. Nice, man. It's sick choice. Obviously, like, super, super love. Um, all right, so my number two and Alfie's number three is Chikirion. Alfie, go ahead. Well, so up to this point, all the games could kind of... They're they're all, you know, they could 
there's someone interchangeable with ones around them. My number three, Trickerion, it could be my number one on any given day. Like, my top three, though, is its own top. It's like the, no other yeah. games compared to these. I'm like, Trickerion is, it's incredible. It's just oh, it's like the, the, the first time we played it, I, I don't know what I have, probably close to ten plays at this point of this game. Six, seven, eight, maybe. Right. And it, it all player counts. One, two, three, four. And every single time, it is a very, very interesting um, game. You have the programming uh, that is is awesome, and you can like get totally screwed, you know. It's like, but but what I like about the programming is because you're just choosing what like locations your people are going to go to. You have some agency still there of like, okay, I need no, I need to send this person to downtown first because everyone else has downtown and someone's got the dark alley card for a downtown and there aren't enough spots. So like I need to get there first, but then like maybe you needed to go to dark alley first before you got, you know, so it's like you're trying to plan your turn while also having this very like complex little puzzle of like, you go here, do this. And, and I feel like I could explain the game in about 20 seconds as far as like what you do, but it's a 40 minute teach. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you played this when we when you came back the last time. Oh yeah, and with and holy shit, the, yeah, uh, which we played with the collector's edition beautifulness, but not with the expansion. Um, right, right. Well, we played one of them, the like one that adds the mechanisms or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which which uh, was which, which was, was cool, which, which was a lot of fun. That, that I, uh, adds something without making the game like way more complex. Dude, that playing that again, I think that's why it got to my number two. I I love this game. One of the first, maybe the first Kickstarter I ever backed, and like, I haven't stopped since. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's just so good. I mean, it's so good. And like, it, I don't the theme, right? You're a magician. You're but you're not a magician. Magician. You're like you're a stage magician. You know, no, there's no, no it's, actual it's, magic. It's literally the proceeds right. the board game. Right. It's so right. fucking good. And, Rico, and why is it this in your list? I really like this game. Um, but not with the top 50? I, it's one of those ones where I don't know if that expansion's good. I'm, I may not ever know. I hope to know. But, like, <laughs> it's already such... I've got, like, six rule books I have to read now. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah, you're right. That stuff always, like, puts me off a bit. And, and that's a tough balance because I like expansions. So what are they supposed to do? But I... Yeah. Right. Um, so that part kind of overwhelms me now having that collector's box. It just has so much shit and so many modules and so much that like I have would have to prep and read to play, you know, what's yeah. No, but I mean, you're totally but right. Like, I, boy is, has a game that like could be themeless. Such a game has never been dripped in more theme than Trickerion. Yeah. It's, I mean, they just did a phenomenal job at world building. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so good. So I, I love just quick story. Like when Alfie was teaching it, we set up everything with all the, like with the dog art Academy as well. And halfway through the teach me and Alfie look at each other. We're like, so let's not play with that after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and put it back in the box. Yeah. That's 25 hilarious. minutes in the teach. We were like, yeah, let's get rid of this. I'm not explaining this. This is way too complicated. Let's keep going. Um, yeah. Great choice. I We're still with you. Number two. With me. Yeah. The Game of Thrones board game. Ooh. Oh, that's right. And it hasn't been on there yet. And and I think that's a callback. And what what's so interesting about this is my favorite part of the Game of Thrones board game is actually the second expansion, the Storm of Swords, which adds a new board. 
you can only play up to four players. It like takes out the water in the boats and it's just, and it adds like leaders and this other like ally part where you can like get allies from Frey and Tyrell and stuff like that. But, and, and I, I enjoy that version more than, than base the Game of Thrones board. Um, but it's just like the experiences of this game. I know it's not the best design game. It's not even the best like war game, you know, of, of those kinds of things. So there's all sorts of like better designed games out there, but the experiences that this game in particular have created have uh, nothing tops them for me as far as the memories I have. The, I remember the, the very first time I ever played, th- I played this game 15 to 20 times. I remember the very first time I played and like how that ended, you know? And it's like, and I remember tons of times after of how that game ended. And I find that really, really interesting that like it can come down to the last turn where everyone's racing to grab as many like strongholds and fortifications as they can in order to like just get that one more point than someone else, you know? And so like I I find that the, the planning in that game and then the execution of it just incredible. Uh, and the story it creates is is just amazing. So that yeah, Game of Thrones is my number two. Awesome choice, man. I think it's a good um, choice too. All right, so Rico, let's do it. My number one, here we go at the end here, is uh Jamie's masterpiece, Scythe. So, Rico, I know this is your number two. Um, I'll let you talk in a second here. I think, for me, this is just... Uh, I think it's the memories with this one. I think Rise of Fenris was maybe, like, four days of perfection. That was good. Just, and we all were pissed off, upset, and frustrated <laughs> at different points in the yeah. Yeah. There was one time where you were losing and you started packing up the game before we were done. I was so mad. It was I think it was a time where it was like all you have to do it's when it's like right before Tesla comes out and all you have to do is like go Should and I do these little off? combats at the tunnels <laughs> or whatever. Uh you just do these little combats at the tunnels and like it was just so lame. I was like, This isn't side, this is some stupid game. Uh yeah, so that yeah, I remember I was super frustrated then. But I've loved every minute of this game. Uh, we've talked about this at length on the podcast. There's no reason for me to keep going on and on about it. I, I think it's a masterpiece. Again, this comes down to just I have had so much fun playing this with my friends. It is one of the only games where we've actually kept track in the backlog, and it's mm. been for years. Because uh, it has hold... all those cool, like, first one to win this year. or for, oh, It yeah, has the I, cool I, achievements that we actually care about. I have well, the uh, – I, 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 I would argue to say because no it's yeah. because the game <laughs> – because the game is good enough that you keep going back to it. I sometimes I get a game that has like the achievement sheet, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna play this enough that this will matter. That's a great point. But Scythe That's is so point. good, you're gonna play it a lot, and yeah. we have, and great like point. the achievement sheet matters. Yeah, Rico, what do you? I mean, come on, what do you? What, what are your two cents on Scythe? Um, I've had a lot of magical teaches with this game. So nice. Okay. Somebody who like wants to scale into something that's a bit more heavy, um, and some of those people haven't like loved the game at the end of it. But they have said that it was one of the most unique experiences that they had. I love teaching it. I love seeing like eyes light up when people are like realizing what board games, can, modern board games, can be, and like the systems are so elegant um, that teaching it is super enjoyable. Playing it is super enjoyable. Um, yeah, it just it flows. It's fun. I remember teaching it to Mark for the first time, and like, and like that was another one, right? Like. He he wasn't new to board games, but but just even that, like, you know, is is like a unique 
mind-blowing experience for somebody um, who gets to experience it for the first time. Yeah, it's right. A, I mean, it's it, a great game. It's so good. Yeah, and it goes without saying, like, like, like the production. Like, we all have sexy copies of this one. It don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was my number one. So I'm out. Rico. Yeah. What do you all got? Right. My number one, in my opinion, is Vlada's masterpiece, and that is Through the Ages. Oh, duh. Of course. What did you guys think my number one you was? You broke my heart a little bit. I, I knew Through the Ages would be in your top ten. I thought Dominant Species was going to be in your top ten as well. Uh, um, that may have been a, a, a gaffe on my on my part. It's okay. I forgive you. Go ahead. All right. Tell us Through about Vlada. Um, yeah, dude. Through the Ages is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I think it's the best, like, tableau builder that there that there is um it like the expansion is phenomenal um i love that you can play with a mix or all in or all base and like each game is this unique um well-balanced you know experience it's super cutthroat um depending on like who you're playing it with and and like it does feel like you're building a civilization more so than, you know, just about any other Civ builder that, that I have played. Um, you, you really are scaling, and if you play the game well, you really can, you know, upgrade your minds, upgrade your units, and, like, you feel as though you are quickly progressing through time to do that. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's good, man. And That's it's awesome. a game that, like, re it rewards skill, I think, in a way that, um, you know, maybe Seasons does, right? Like, that's that's one where... You, you can scale if you're good at it, um, but not every <laughs> game like really allows you to like, hey, I'm good at this game. Watch how differently I can play and be than the person sitting next to me, and that's pretty cool too. Alfie? I, I think something about Through the Ages, I played the app. I played the app with you, um, Rico, but I want to play the board game now because I feel like the app, there's a little too, it's a little too complex for me to like... I know it keeps track of everything for you, but it's like I really never got the hang of it. I never real, I never really like understood the strategy of like how to play it, and so it's like I needed, I need those cards in my hand. I need to like move that stuff around um, because it was, it was very interesting. But I, I feel like because I never really understood the strategy, I lost interest, you know. Uh, and in, I think we like stopped playing in the middle of a game once, and like I, you know, never went back because I'd like play on my break at work or whatever. But. Um, I, I would love to play like the board game version of this sometime. Yeah. Nice one. All right. Alfie, you're the last one, man. Uh, my number one is Dominant Species. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the only one in my top 10 that I don't own. Uh, someday nice. that will rectify. I would love to play Marine to see if I like it more because it does change, um, you know, enough stuff in there. But Dominant Species, just, I mean, it's a masterpiece. It's like, yeah. When we're, we're talking about, like, we have a lot of games on this top 10 that are really well-designed games. It's not the necessarily the experience or the theme or whatever, but it's, like, the game itself is so such a good design, and we appreciate yeah. it for that. And this is one of those, you know? It's, like, it's this, like, oh, yeah. heavy worker placement area control, like, war game, essentially, where you're all, like, constantly tagging. The, the last game we played, right, there, there was a turn where it was either Bus or Z-Man could literally eradicate me from the board. I wouldn't have had no way of coming back. It would have taken turns to like try to get new um, for like adaptation and stuff and get new uh, things I can feed on. But like I would have been completely gone from the board and all the um, like tokens I had 
for my food, what I wouldn't have had any on the board, right? Uh, if he had glaciated like my spot or whatever, I was able to come back and win because he didn't do that. You know, it's like that's a game where it's just like every. I think I played it every player count now. Everyone's interesting. I played it maybe as all the species. I, don't, I maybe haven't played as one or two of them. I don't think I played as the insects. But other than that, like, it's just fascinating how it works. And it is, I mean, for the past 11 years, right, it came out in 2010. And ever since I played it, it's been one of my, like, favorite games. I, I, I've always been able to recognize, like, how good it is as that heavy area control, like, war game that it is. Nice, kick man. ass, man. Yeah, that's a. I, I love that game too, man. I've only played the one time though. I'm really cautious about Marine because from how you explained what how they changed the uh, the action selection, like that's one of my favorite parts of the game. So like I'm really apprehensive about about Marine. Yeah. Yeah, I, but like, I, but I at the same, I, but at the same time, I guess, I guess I should say, at the same time, like, I'm not because dominant species is awesome, right? It's sure like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, you know, still willing to play kind of thing, but yeah, and I, I think that's a super like fair, you know, uh, like anxiety to have about it or whatever, like being wary of that because because it is, I I think the the game, like, I it's my number one. I think it's a like a perfectly designed game, and now you took a major part of it and tweaked it. You know, but I do think I like that it's a four-player game. Um, I like that it changed that. It's beautiful again. It's an even more. It's a. It's a way more beautiful game this time. Um, but what it does, I'm like, ooh, it's kind of a different game. Maybe it'll be my one-two next time we do this list or whatever. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so I. It's just, gosh, man, I just can't say it's praises enough. Dominant species is so good. Sweet man. Vince, we got to get another game of this with you and. Yeah. I know, I know. If you would um, only play games with us on Tabletop Simulator, we I can know, do it. I know, I mean, if any of you guys want to come visit Arizona, that, that works for me too. Um, I think both of you have family here, so that would work out. All right, boys. We fucking did it, dude. We did got it. through <laughs> top 50 board games of all time. Yeah. And well, as far as it's going, it looks like they're going to be posted in, in a timely manner. Yes. I am so excited. I'm so proud of us. Thank you to Dolby, Z-Man, and Bus for submitting their top tens. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, you know, maybe next time we'll let you record some stuff with us. I'm excited to revisit this again next year or whenever we do because I'm assuming that it's all going to change. Who knows? The Devilier, Bloodborne, the board game, and Hallertown might sneak up onto my list. <laughs> nice. uh, or fucking Rocketman actually probably will too. <laughs> nice. Hey, or, hey who cheers knows? to the next six, boys. Maybe, I can't maybe, wait. Maybe yes, the yes. Yeah, dude, six years. Six years, and we are growing right now. Those of you out there who are still listening, thank you for listening. Hopefully this year is going to be a banner year for us. We've been able to release a podcast every week since January, with the exception of one break, um, where I posted one two weeks after the fact. But I know you guys are enjoying listening. Uh, please continue to do that. Alfie, is that Gmail account still open? Yeah, drop the dice podcast at gmail.com. Of course. Dude, email us if you guys have any requests, if you guys have any comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. This has been amazing. You two, I love you guys. I miss you both. Uh, but I know it's probably time for you guys uh, to go to bed at this point. Yes. That was great. Thank you all. Thank you. Love you guys. Thanks. Bus, go ahead and play us out. Yeah.
episode of Drop the Dice. We'll see you.